This is Colin Reed with Project Spurs, and I'm here with an audio article today just discussing the Thad Young situation and kind of looking at it from a couple of different perspectives. It's been interesting to see some of the discourse about what's happening, and I just kind of wanted to put a couple of two cents in there about how we evaluate different situations like this one. So just a quick recap of what's happening. The Spurs traded for Thad Young over the summer in a side-in trade where they sent DeRozan to the Chicago Bulls. They received a draft pick, Alfred Camino, and um, Thaddeus Young. And in, they have already waived Alfred Camino. They did that before the season started. But Thad Young is still on the roster. He's a good player, and he can contribute to a winning team, maybe even a championship contender. So the Spurs would like to trade him to get even more back from their DeRozan sign-in trade. But in the meantime, they are not playing him much so that he doesn't get injured and kind of lose that trade value. But at the same time, Thad Young is in his 15th season at the in the NBA, and he is losing precious playing time that he has left in his career. The Spurs will play him in spurts, but that's probably mostly just to show other teams that he still has uh, what he's shown over the past couple of years, and they don't want to risk him getting injured. So from the personal side, that's a huge bummer. It obviously is very difficult for Thad Young. A reporter asked him a question, and he answered honestly that he is 100% healthy and that he would be willing to play um, and that he wants to be playing right now. And that is difficult, you know. Um, first of all, just wanted to point out, it doesn't seem like he just came out with this knowledge. An interviewer asked him the question, and he was willing to answer and that's something that we always you know make fun of you know the speak of oh i just got him play hard all the time or oh this and that you know and so we can't have it both ways we can't be upset when an athlete doesn't go deep in their answers but then also upset when an athlete answers honestly and i'm actually very thankful for the openness and transparency that that young showed in his answer i do think it's a big bummer he in his 15th year in the nba he is an important role player he can play an important role and he played that role well for the Chicago Bulls last year. So it is difficult for this player who doesn't know how much more time he has in the NBA to feel like he's wasting an important year in his career when it could be one of the last uh, seasons that he plays at this level. From the Spurs standpoint, it makes sense too, though. You know, If they kind of are able to get any assets in return, they would like to do that. And it doesn't make sense to play him if that could risk that in return you know there are people who are saying oh the spurs culture of the spurs legacy all of that is tarnished look at this now there are players complaining about this well what if thad young does play and he gets injured with an injury and then down the road we hear that there was this trade lined up that would have been helpful for the spurs and that fell apart after thad young had his injury would it have been well oh, the spurs made a mistake by playing him you know and that's kind of where I want to come at this from, is both sides in this have a point. Neither side, I think, are wrong in their own personal motivations. So first point is, both sides can be right in a situation like this, and it still doesn't make it easy for either side. I think both sides are handling this in the way that they should for their personal interest, and that is okay. These are, you know, an athlete basically is his brand, you know? Thad Young really, you know, there, there are players like Michael Jordan and LeBron who are going to far outlive their time on the court in terms of their brand. But there are other players in the NBA who they have, you know, 5, 10, 15 years or whatever, 
and that's really all they've got. And that's really where they're going to be making a bulk of, of their like earnings through this sport that they love. And so it's important for them to get all that they can out of this time that they have. And especially when you're as late into your career as Thad Young is. So that is one of those things that does make a lot of sense from her, his perspective. Um, but from the Spurs perspective too, they can't just let... Um, this trade kind of go away. I know that one that has been mentioned is a trade with the Phoenix Suns that would bring Dario Saric back. Dario Saric is currently out with an, I believe, ACL injury, but he is under contract for two seasons after this one. So I think Dario Saric, um, actually, actually, I think it might just be one season after this one. Whatever. I think he's under contract through the 2023, uh, through the end of the 2023 season. So, it's very difficult to analyze exactly what a fair trade would be, but I do think that if the Spurs were able to get um, Dario Saric back in a trade, even though he wouldn't provide anything this year, he does provide something at a position of need right now, which is backup center. Zach Collins will come back early in 2022, but who knows where he's going to be at. Drew Eubanks has done well. He's growing. He's improving. Uh, but it does seem like one of their weakest spots in the rotation is backup center, especially with how good Jakob Pertl has been playing. And I know that that has led to some of the fan frustration about Thad Young not getting a lot of playing time because he can improve that. But I think the Spurs want a permanent solution there, and Thad Young is not that permanent solution. Both sides know that, and both sides understand that. So Dario Saric, I think, could provide that better. He does play power forward, but last year for the Suns, he was their backup center at times, and he played that position very well. So I think if the Spurs were able to get him in, even if he wasn't able to play this year, he could be a very useful player for the Spurs going forward. Just my two cents on a trade, uh, one of the rumored trades that we heard. But beyond that, I also want to go into this thought of this looks like a bad situation for the Spurs because a player spoke out. And again, totally the player's right. The player is right to look out for his own interests. But we've seen trades over the past couple years where, for instance, um, Andre Iguodala was traded to Memphis by Golden State, or Trevor Ariza was traded to OKC by, um, I can't remember if it was the Rockets or the Lakers at that point. My mind's kind of fuzzy on that one. But regardless, those players and the team came to a mutual decision that the player would not be with the team until that team was able to trade them. And then the teams were able to trade that player. Um, and the player was able to go play on a contender that they're happy playing for. So does that mean that the teams were right in that situation, but the Spurs were wrong? Because it's the same thing. Those teams got a player in a trade. The team and player just came to an agreement. The player didn't play until he was with his new team. How, you know, that that's very, very similar situation, and yet we're not going to look at those teams and say, oh, those teams failed because these players didn't speak out. Um, and really, the process that the Spurs are following is very similar. It's just that Thad Young wants to play, again, understandably so, because he doesn't have, you know, 10 years left in the NBA. <laughs> Who knows how much time he has left, and he's very well of that, aware of that himself. But I do think this idea of resulting, where we look at the result of a situation and that we use that to analyze the situation as a whole. Another good example of that is the draft from 2019 when the Spurs selected uh, Lucas Samanich with the 17th pick and Keldon Johnson with the 27th pick. Uh, I, I believe those were the picks. I might be off by a couple of picks on both of them. And I remember people saying, well, you know, Lucas Samanich didn't work out. 
and the Spurs could have drafted Keldon Johnson at 17, but look, Keldon Johnson did work out, so I guess no harm, no foul. No, that's resulting too. Their process was bad. They they should have picked Keldon Johnson with the 17th pick, and Cleveland should have when they were about to pull the trigger on that um, in the mid-20s as well, but they didn't. They went with Lucas Omanich, and just because it worked out doesn't mean they had a good process. They had good results, and that's kind of a lucky thing, but they had a bad process, and we can take this Thad Young situation back to bad process by the Spurs all the way back at the Kawhi Leonard trade when they decided to trade for DeMar DeRozan to have proven talent to help the team win instead of trading for younger uh, players who could develop and draft picks. That decision led to the Spurs having DeMar on their team, but DeMar eventually wanting to go elsewhere in free agency. And then them, you know, DeMar's decision to go to Chicago, which had nothing to do with the Spurs, is what brought Thad Young to the Spurs in the first place. You know, if DeRozan decided he wanted to go to the Clippers or if the Lakers didn't trade for Westbrook and he went there, then the Spurs wouldn't have Thad Young on their team. That had nothing to do with the Spurs, that he's even really on the team right now, except for the fact that DeMar DeRozan chose to go to Chicago, and that was what made the money work. So this situation is just about two parties that have different interests, both are right to look out for their interests. I don't think either one of them are doing it in a way that is... Um, foul or unethical or anything like that i think that when you have you know this kind of league of the nba that not only includes 30 organizations as the teams but really kind of like 500 more organizations as the players who are themselves these personal brands they have to manage and sell themselves to teams every time they're free agents you know there are a lot of kind of people at play here and a lot of different companies or corporations or brands at play and i think that can make these things very tricky and I just want to hesitate maybe to make a decision based solely on the result of an action. You know, if Thad Young would have come in and said, I'm okay with not playing and he doesn't play until he gets traded, then no one would look at this as a failure or a tarnishment on the Spurs legacy. So I think that sometimes it can be easy to look at the result of a situation and use that to judge the process. I think that the Spurs process here has been fine. I think it's totally understandable for Thad Young to be upset. And I think that maybe as we continue to go forward, we can look at the process of an event rather than just the result. And the Spurs have had some good processes over the years and some rough processes over the years. But I think this one falls into more of a neutral category where they're doing where I think basically all other 29 teams in the NBA would do, but they're just dealing with a player who rightfully so wants to be given a lot of playing time because he wants to make the twilight of his career count. So this has been Colin Reed with Project Spurs, just given my opinion on the situation with Thad Young and maybe how looking at the result of the situation doesn't give a clear picture of who is right and who is wrong in this situation. Thank you and have a great day. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.